2: Today, Superman is confronted with the possible climax of his life and career as a gaping spellbound audience watches even stride leading to the very spot of the deadly kryptonite.
0: Give an ear, grab yourself a pencil Get a load of this out and out Terrific offer from that super delicious cereal Kellogg's Pep to you Yes, Kellogg's Pep offers you a big Silvery keychain, a real man-sized Keychain over 17 inches long The kind of keychain that's heavy enough To hold your pocket knife or watch The kind of keychain your friends would give Their right eye to own And that's not all, to jingle on that handsome keychain Pep offers you 12 lucky pieces Silvery small-scale models Of a skull and crossbones, a piano a Scotty Dog, a clock, a locomotive. Twelve lucky pieces in all. Not just flat pieces of metal, but actual small-scale models that make a hit from every angle. That's Pep's exciting offer, a handsome keychain and twelve lucky pieces. Now then, to get your keychain, just send in a Pep box top and 15 cents. That's a nickel and a dime plus a Pep box top. And for each of the lucky pieces you want, you send one Pep box top and only one dime plus the names of the lucky pieces you want, like the skull and crossbones or the piano. With it, you'll get a printed slip with pictures of all 12 lucky pieces on it for future orders. Just remember, for each lucky piece you order, send one pep box stop plus one dime. Print your name and address clearly and send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Did you get that? Send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan.
2: And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman. For some mysterious chemical reason, a jagged piece of green glowing kryptonite, a fragment torn from the planet Krypton when it exploded in space, is Superman's only unconquerable enemy. When he ventures within ten feet of the kryptonite, the Man of Steel not only loses his superhuman powers, but becomes as weak and helpless as a babe in arms. And now, the only existing piece of kryptonite is in the hands of Big George Latimer, the crooked political boss Superman was instrumental in sending to jail. In our last episode, as you remember, Latimer called a huge mass meeting at the Metropolis Auditorium in order to publicly accuse Superman of having framed evidence against him and attempted to blackmail him. As Latimer, speaking from the auditorium platform before a packed house, said,
1: I challenge Superman to step up here and deny these charges.
3: I challenge him to face me before all you people of Metropolis
1: and deny that he not only framed evidence against me, That resulted in my being sent to prison, but then he also demanded that I pay him $100,000 in blackmail money. Let him come up on this platform and deny
2: it. In the audience, Lois Lane and Editor Perry White are puzzled as Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman, suddenly gets up and leaves. Clark is going to miss the big show. What big show? Superman giving Latimer the business. Well, if that's what you're expecting, Lois, you're not you're going to be disappointed. Oh, now, Chief, after your age, Superman can't afford to have charges like that made in the public without denying them. I'm
1: only telling you what I think.
2: Don't worry. He'll be here. And then you'll see some fireworks. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the deserted lounge at the rear of the auditorium, down a flight of steps, Clark Kent has stripped off the business suit disguise of the mild-mannered, bespectacled newspaper reporter and stands
4: revealed in the blue and red of Superman. I can't let him get away with calling me a blackmailer in front of 2,000 people. He doesn't seem to have that piece of kryptonite anywhere on him or around him, so I guess I can take a chance. Listen to them applauding him. Every word out of his mouth is a lie, but evidently they're ready to believe him. All right, Latimer, you asked for it. Now you're going to get it.
2: Starting up the steps to the main floor of the auditorium where Big George Latimer is still hurling challenge after challenge at him. Superman is determined once and for all to put a stop to Latimer's attempt to regain his political position by making false accusations, despite the fact that it may mean exposing himself to the strength-robbing effect of the last remaining piece of Kryptonite. Meanwhile, in the audience, two friends of Superman's, the famous Batman and Robin, attired now in their ordinary street clothes, are listening to Latimer weave his fabric of falsehoods. I feel meaning I have over a duty Robin a comment.
1: to the people of this state
2: if Superman <laughs> doesn't show up team, soon and shove that windbag's words down his throat, I'm going to do it. The it. Fringer, Relax, Robin. Chances are he won't show. Why not? There is some Sunday reasons. Quiet now. I'm I want to hear it. I expose him as a charlatan and a blackmailer.
1: Further than that, if he dares to appear on this platform, I will prove to each and every one of you that he is not a Superman.
2: Did you hear what I heard back then? Yes. And need to do it, too. You mean to
1: oh, hold say... Hold it, hold it. I must prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that Superman has lost his amazing powers. You will see before your very eyes the spectacle of his weakness. In fact, I will show you how I, George Latimer, can bring the great Superman to his knees.
2: Is he crazy? I'm afraid not. For the first time tonight, he's telling the truth.
1: You mean Superman has lost his strength?
2: Well, not quite. I don't
1: get it. First you see... I don't know. People are standing up and looking around. oh it's Superman. Where? He's coming down the aisle. Oh, so you you wrong. Come on, now let's see
2: Ladder open his big mouth. He will, don't worry. Robin. Yes? Get up on the platform from the stage entrance. Hide somewhere in the wings. And don't let Ladder see you if you can help them. What's on the fire? But there may be trouble. You stand by on the platform. Right, where are you then? I'll stick close to Superman if I catch him going
0: down the aisle. Do
3: you think we can squeeze out of here?
0: Yeah, with a little pushing and shoving. Excuse me, please. Oh, getting out. There you go.
2: their way along the row of occupied seats, Batman and Robin finally reach the crowded aisle. Robin, following instructions, heads for the stage door entrance to the platform while Batman, excusing himself, forces his way up the aisle to meet the Man of Steel who has just broken away from the screaming, milling mob. Recognizing his friend, Superman addresses him by his
4: real name. Bruce, what are you doing here? wouldn't miss this show for a million. You've certainly got them tearing the rampers down. It'll take an hour to get through at this rate unless I fly over the heads.
2: I'm not so sure that platform's a healthy place for you. Why? I don't like the self-satisfied smile on Latimer's face. Well,
4: the kryptonite is not on the platform. Are you sure? If I can trust my eyes, can't we do anything to clear this aisle? Ask them all to be seated. They may listen to you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, please. Tell them someone will get hurt if they don't clear the aisle. Ladies and gentlemen, you must clear the center aisle and return to your seats before someone gets hurt. You'll be able to see and hear everything from your seats. Please return to them. All that did it.
3: They'll settle down now.
4: Watch it. A couple of us, Lane and Perry White. Be careful what you say. Sure thing. I'm
2: certainly glad you showed up, Superman. I was worried for a while.
4: I'm glad to know someone worries about me, Miss Lane. Hello, Mr. White. Ah, Change your mind about coming down, I say. Well, uh, yes. Uh, Both of you know Bruce Wayne, don't you? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you, Mr. Nice to see you again. Oh, here we go again.
3: Please.
1: I see that Superman has decided to accept my challenge and attempt to deny the public charges I have
3: made. He's got nothing else.
0: He's got no. A
1: great many people, I am sure, expect me to withdraw those charges now that Superman has appeared. I do not withdraw them. If anything, I wish to make them stronger. And I wish to repeat the statement I made a few moments ago. The statement that Superman no longer possesses superhuman power.
2: Why, he's out of his they mind. Then he has lost
1: all his strength.
4: There and show him a the thing I told Yes. Yes, I will. Are you sure the stuff's nowhere around? I'm checking again. He hasn't got it on him. There's nothing on the platform except a table, two chairs, and a couple of microphones. you
2: better go
4: up there, Superman. The crowd is getting impatient. Oh, yes, yes. I'm
2: going. Well, this is it. <laughs> Riding down the aisle with his red cape streaming behind him, Superman heads for the auditorium platform, his broad shoulders squared, and his lips set in a tight, determined line. On the platform, standing behind the two microphones attached to the public address system, Big George Latimer waits with a knowing smile. Is Superman walking into a trap? If Latimer has the deadly kryptonite, where is it? We'll learn in just a moment when we return for the tense and exciting climax of this episode. So keep listening.
0: Now, cock your ears... Grab a pencil and get a load of this. All about the handsome keychain Kellogg's Pep is offering to send you. And 12 lucky pieces to jingle all along that chain. Just wait till you see yourself with this man-sized keychain hanging from your belt and curving down into the side pocket of your trousers. It's a bright silvery chain with good strong links, and it's over 17 inches long. One end fastens to your belt, and at the pocket end there's a special ring to hang your scout knife or watch. And now, about those lucky pieces, you can hang one right after another all along your keychain. Silvery, small-scale models of a skull and crossbones, a football, a locomotive, binoculars, 12 lucky pieces and all to twirl on your chain. Yes, sir. Here's an offer that is exciting. A handsome keychain and 12 lucky pieces. Uh, Here's all you do to get in on it. To get your keychain, send in a box stop from that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep, and 15 cents. That's a nickel and a dime plus a pep box top for your keychain. And for each of the lucky pieces you order, you send one pep box top and only one dime, plus the names of the lucky pieces you want. Say you start by sending for just the football or the locomotive. When it comes, you'll also receive a printed slip with the names and pictures of all 12 lucky pieces on it for future orders. Just remember, for each lucky piece you order, send in one pep box stop and one dime. Print your name and address clearly. And for your keychain and your lucky pieces, send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Better jot down that address. Ready? It's Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. And tomorrow, we'll announce Pep's special offer to girls, so ask them all to tune in. Now, back to the adventures
2: of Superman. Before an audience of more than 2,000 tents and eager citizens of Metropolis... Superman has accepted the challenge of the ex-political boss, Big George Latimer, to appear on the platform of the Metropolis Auditorium and deny charges hurled at him by the man he once sent to prison. The danger to Superman, of course, lies in the fact that Latimer has the only remaining piece of kryptonite, the strange metallic substance that robs the man of steel of all his strength. However, after scanning everything on the platform with his X-ray vision and seeing no evidence of the kryptonite, Superman decided to take a chance. We find him now approaching the platform steps as Lois Lane, Perry White and Bruce Wayne, also known as Batman, stand in the center aisle watching him. There is not a sound in the huge auditorium. The audience to a man is on its feet. Suddenly, Lois's whispered voice breaks the silence.
0: I've got a funny feeling. Something is wrong. Oh always having
2: funny feelings. This time, she's not far wrong, Mr. White.
0: You mean something is going to happen?
2: I hope not. Now, look, what's this all about? If you know anything... I know plenty, but I can't tell you now. Here he goes, up the steps. Keep your eye on him. The next 30 seconds will tell the story. Mounting the platform steps, Superman looks back at Lois White and Batman and forces a smile. And in the moment that his sharp eyes are turned away from Latimer, the politician reaches out and flips a lever on one of the microphone stands. Immediately, a tiny panel slides back on one side of the microphone, exposing the jagged piece of green glowing kryptonite hidden in it. As Latimer tricked Superman by hiding the kryptonite in a false microphone. A microphone made of lead through which Superman's X-ray vision could not penetrate. This is the big moment, fellows and girls. So be sure to hear tomorrow's exciting episode to learn whether Superman does lose his strength and power before an audience of 2,000 people. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Same time, same station.
0: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. <laughs>
2: The Adventures of Superman.
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Fap, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.
3: Welcome back. I thought the scene in episode three with... uh George Latimer slapping Superman was one of the best villainous moments uh, we've had uh, on the adventures of Superman. Very well performed and well written. I can't help but feel on one level that the way Superman is handling this, his uh, desire to play close to the vest with everyone and everything, is creating this problem. Uh, because we're not in the silver age where it seems like if you read those comics from the 50s and 60s that, uh, you could go into a corner drugstore and get cr- kryptonite. Uh, we're dealing with just one single piece and there are things that could be done by, uh, Inspector Henderson, by other people to affect getting this away from, uh, Latimer, but Superman's not going that route. Indeed, he's not even calling Batman in. Batman had to call himself in. Though I guess after the dead voice, I won't fault uh, Superman too much on that. Part four was um, an episode that was enjoyable, despite the fact that very little actually happened in there, in terms of the plot progressing. Essentially, it was Superman... Going from the lounge to the stage. But there's some great setup here with uh, Batman and Robin. While I think there may be a little bit of padding, it was uh, a surprisingly enjoyable episode. And a nice uh, cliffhanger. Also, regarding the promotion, this time we don't just have a keychain, we have a manly keychain. Now I do find myself wondering whether they got some complaints because the keychain and the charm bracelet from last time were too similar and they're trying to make up for it here and of course um, I have a very strong suspicion that this time the girls are also going to get a charm bracelet but we'll have to find out in next week's show there are important questions to be answered will Superman be humiliated before thousands will George Latimer set out a new Fourth Reich in the state metropolis is located, enslaving everyone. And most importantly, what are the girls' surprise anyway? Join us next Sunday to find out the answer. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Also, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And pick up your copy of the Powerhouse Heroic Adventure Bundle. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.